are now tuned in to this week's episode of our podcast. Today, we are going to interview some of the greatest and most influential minds in our field. By sharing our collective expertise, we will show you how to harness, control, and use your own skill set to achieve ultimate success and live the life you want. And now, please welcome your host. Hey and welcome. My name is Josie Joshua, your host. This is the second season of my podcast series. Uh, this is a complete different twist. We will be having entertainers interviewed right here in the show. I want to say thank you so much for those who followed the previous episode, which featured a con man that I was trying to expose, the ones who called you on phone and uh, stealing your money. And so this particular podcast, we call it Living by the Mic. That is for those who know the common phrase, living by the sword and dying by the sword. For us entertainers, we live by the mic. And of course, we'll be featuring different entertainers in the show uh, like DJs, uh, comedians, uh, artists and all that. Uh, some of them practically might not be using a microphone as a DJ, as a whatever person you are, but you might at one point just end up using a microphone. And so that's why this podcast is called Living by the Microphone or the Mic. And so our very first guest for this particular podcast is uh, none other than the best female DJ as of today, DJ Lola. Uh, we'll be speaking to Lola and Lola is my first guest of the show. And we'll be splitting this particular podcast into two, in part one and part two. And by the way, I ask for your forgiveness for the quality of the sound. Because of the pandemic, we're unable to move. Uh, but I made my best to try and call DJ Lola. Of course, the sound quality might not be exactly the way you would think it would be. And I request for your forgiveness. We upload this podcast every single week. So don't forget to please subscribe to this channel and uh, give me an appreciation. And uh, I have a link here if you want to appreciate me. Here you can just donate to me $1, $2, whatever money you want to give me. For now, let's get into the podcast with DJ Lola. Hey, DJ Lola, what's up? What's going? Nothing much, are you? I'm doing amazing. You're most welcome. That speaking is DJ Lola, and I will be speaking to DJ Lola on this particular episode of our podcast. So, DJ Lola, you're most welcome. Thank you. How are you doing, Joshua? I'm good. It's been a while. I've 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 not seen you like for I don't know how long. When was the last time you saw me? Uh, I think last year. Was this in Kampala, Arua? Ha, Arua. Arua. Ah. When you came for the um, doing the drops at the radio. Yeah. No, 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 no. There is another time. Okay. Is it Bamboo something? Anniversary. Yeah. You even okay. forget your gigs that fast. <laughs> it, no, they didn't mean it, so they keep confusing me, but at least I remember that place. Hey, this girl has money. This girl has money. This money. I wish you guys. I am broke. <laughs> But the gigs there are many now. You see, the problem is we, the young people, we, we didn't uh, plan for such a thing. We thought the money was always going to be there. Exactly. We didn't really see such a, a situation coming now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> who is DJ Lola in uh, the eye of the public and personally to yourself? The things people do not actually know about you and the, the insights. Uh, the things people don't know about me. I think that, that what you see is what you get. I think uh, I don't have two lives. Just 
just one minute it's me i am i am fun uh, i love to play i love to joke around i uh, i love good Mm, mm, okay. I start stop getting shook. Um, <laughs> I am, I am a child of God too. Hallelujah. <laughs> now you don't even know how to reply. Now I'm getting shook. Hey, you men a big one. Good. DJ Lola is a female DJ. Mm. Yeah. Oh, inspiring. Very many upcoming, both male, female DJs. Mm. Yeah, we give thanks to God for that. Uh, academically, DJ Lola, what what did you do uh, professionally in school? Uh, I did international business. So that's amazing. From my international business graduate to DJ, very interesting. <laughs> you'll, be telling, <laughs> you'll be telling us everything about that anyway. So when you start DJing, and uh, what uh, or who were your early passions when uh, and the influences when you started up? Um, uh, I, I've told you this before. My dad was a DJ, yeah, yes. mm. uh, but that really didn't push me to do it. I grew up loving music. I really wanted to do something with music. Um, I love to create. I love to make people happy, people dance. So that's a DJ. Yeah, when I started, mm. I was actually scared because now I wasn't really outgoing, like going in bars, mm. you no know, curfew and all that. Yeah, and so I had not really seen or heard of. Uh, a female DJ. So when I developed the interest, I start trying to figure out, asking people. Now this is campus, actually. Mm. Past, yeah. Yeah. I start asking people, hey, how, what, how can I do this? I really like it. Mm. So they start telling me there is DJ Rachel, there is uh, Mary Jo, there is DJ Edza. I'm like, hey, all those girls. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, all of them are girls. They actually play in bars. So I tell my mom I want to be a DJ. What was that reaction at first when it was that? I am sure you know the reaction. <laughs> <laughs> You're spoiled. <laughs> I I sat me down here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it wasn't really funny at all. I dropped the idea, but now in my heart I decided to do this. I really wanted to be a DJ. So uh, second year I had started learning. That is uh, someone who really helped me from the start was mm-hmm. Lema Lassen. He's a yeah, very big name in Western right now in uh, videography, photography, and in, in, in the likes. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. That guy is not just great at photography. He's actually good at everything he wants to yeah, be good. Yeah, DJ Dolema at one point. Yeah, see. So uh, I tell him about this whole thing. And then he's like, ah, I have something I can show you. You know he loves how to research and all that. Yeah, yeah. So he gets tutorials of how to use photography. He helps me here and there. Hmm. So now... I know how to join two songs. I feel like okay. I have arrived. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so teach me. I now know I can sing. Yeah. Play. This song enters from here. I felt so good. So I started just like that. Then I met other big DJs along the way. I met DJ Nimrod. Uh, there's a guy called John Z. Basically, those are the guys who have, who really, really helped me without... Were you in the era of uh, PC DJ? Did you play PC DJ? No, no, no. I was in the era of virtual DJ. Because mm, I remember, I think yeah, I played PC DJ Just for, for five years. They're not five yet, but... Mm. Oh, I learned at work. Okay, okay. I learned on job, oh, yeah. I didn't really have time to uh, sit down and practice, no. Whatever I'd learn, I really wanted to go out there mm-hmm. and see what is happening. Can I really make it? Uh, for those who are listening and you do not know this lady, I didn't have a very good introduction of her. This is, uh, if not the best 
uh, Mangus is the best right now, the most trending female DJ in the whole of Uganda. She's not only uh, locally here, we have seen her, uh, her work appreciated in a very different other regions of the world as well, in Africa as well. And so that's DJ Roller for you. For most DJs, originality comes by a phase like of learning and often emulating other DJs. And uh, clearly, you, you have told us here, that uh, uh, you, you tried your best to do it on your own. But particularly, I would think there was this one particular DJ you wanted to be like or you wanted to emulate. So how would you describe your own development as a DJ? Um, you know, we all learn from other people. We all learn from either listening to someone, watching something, reading about something. You watch something and then you can get an idea out of it. Hmm. A little bit close to what you've watched or something a little bit different but still in the same line yeah so um i didn't really look up to many people like looking up to big djs mm. yeah but um i would go out and listen to something and i feel that is wrong and I think I think my creativity comes within me like it, I create my own thing um, mm. I'll go to the bar listen to a scratch like, I did not really have a lot of time like someone teaching me how to scratch or anything but I'll just listen to someone listen uh, to how how it sounds mm. uh, and also acid scratches like you would listen now the sound then you have it, like you have the sound in your head yeah so when you get to your hard ground you're trying to try it out mm. it either comes out the same way you want it or differently but i looked up to guys like um dj nimrod you know he has a crowd he has a huge following yeah yeah i used to admire that i used to feel like a dj who holds his own show uh, mm. and then people are actually moving from kampala to ntv this is really big then I started watching many, many more DJs. Um, I also enjoy DJ Lady Style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I really like, I really liked his vibe. He's a calm guy. Mm-hmm. Now, DJ name with yeah? Mm, yeah. You're not being famous and you're still okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you really wanted to help. So. Uh, on yeah. a scale of uh, 1 to 10, would you say that you are the same? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was your first setup as a DJ? Like, uh, let's say, finally you got into this. What was your setup in terms of equipment? And for what reason has your setup... Oh my ev- God. Uh, and for what reason has your setup evolved over the years? And what are currently some of the most important pieces of gear that you have? Um, my first one now, <laughs> you live in love. <laughs> I am using like a controller that was actually the same size as my laptop. Very small, like <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I think right now it is. I think you can even get it at three hundred k. You, mm-hmm. I'm using a controller as small as my laptop. I'm using some old model Toshiba. Mm-hmm. No, those the big ones. Eh? <laughs> Don't laugh, man. We all came from somewhere. You know those the big laptops that is not not big white, but it is big, the heavy. Big, we call it the brick type. That one. Uh-huh. And now the controller, same size as the laptop. Like you open, 
Yeah. Probably yeah. someone must be listening and laughing as well because it's really inspiring to look at how far you have come. The kind and, of no, that is not even the only funny bit. You see, with that equipment of mine, mm. I had I had my songs. I don't think I even had fifty songs in my laptop. Wow. I had that. That's the time. Um, I had this song. What's that? Ice cream. No, that's uh, ice cream. Yes. No, there's a song where. AK47 was in the video. Okay, so that song. She, she had like two songs that <laughs> yeah. were trending. Mm. Then I think I even remember my playlist very well. How I used to play my songs mm-hmm. because I would, I would play AK. AK was still alive and my song. And what? In yeah. and it was a big name. Yeah. So there is a song we had. Um, I would play AK. I would play Shiba. Then I would play Cindy, Selector. I would play now all just some copies like Zook. Mm. Ule, Mutana, I'll do like six songs. Mm. I'd like to play uh, Chameleon now. Chameleon had... Uh, the Times of Valu Valu? Uh-uh, not Valu Valu. Whereas the song, he was actually seated uh, like a king, like in a chair of kings. And, uh, I'm forgetting the title. Mm-hmm. So that was one so of the songs. Play, yeah, I'd play that. Then uh, I would put, of course, I'd put some pool. Mm. So I used to play for an hour. Okay. The challenge they would give me thirty thousand. And where was this? Um, I I played at three two five six. And after that, the first played. Then I also played at uh, the bar in Kabusu, which was called um, actually close. It was opposite Mona Lisa. Mm-hmm. Plan B. Plan B. Plan, Plan B. B. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So they used to give me thirty. I'm still at campus now. Thirty K was big money, by the way. So thirty K, I'm mm. good with my friends. So the challenge is, you know, you know how campus has those people would want in their bars. What? So now me being a campuser, mm. I had my friends would go like we are five or six. Uh, now we go. There's a bar owner already is giving you a, a treat of. No, you come with your friends, drinks on me. Of course, once you even don't know, but it's just a, a target of making money when girls are in the bar. The CBT, don't uh, even know that whole mm-hmm. thing. So we go on house. Would really get drinks, cost drinks, make one two bottles, go play. Mm. And my and they would really, you know, like the, your friends they'd be so excited. I still really thank them so much because they gave me the confidence. Mm. So when I'll be there, we make points and everyone now pays attention. Yeah. I think this is one of the things where those that became a big name so fast. I would go with my mm. friends, they would give me thirty thousand, but that would be like our money. You know how hostel is and campus. Yeah. So that thirty thousand is what would eat maybe through the week. So they were like my close friends. Ebron, Melon, Kiva, there's um uh forgetting the other name. Mm-hmm. But those three were like a key. Irene, yeah, I would go and they would be there. And then I had my best friend who used to really push me. You know, we all need that one person who tells you, you can make it. You will make it. Mm. Now, this one, she's the one who took me to 256. I got 256. Me, who is not a party anymore, I get 256. 256, I enter the club. It's like, whoa, I'm like, ah, how, 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 how is Lola going to stand in here? Mm. And now there, the DJ box is elevated. It's up. Everyone is looking at you. 
Nah, so scared. Mm. Got me that ear. She's called Sandra. Got me that card deal. Mm. So she's actually with me. The DJ's box giving me this whole thing. You can't do it. You play your moral. You should have seen me. So play one two songs and mm. then electric to go off. You should have. Hey, hi. Yeah. Ah, mm. I asked God, but this is fine. As you tell me, I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, and then people start saying these things. Ah, oh, cheer. Now you know you get offended easily when you turn on the game very well. Hmm. Feel like eh, mama. Now me with my small controller, the key, and the DJ was playing that to me. Would come with Pioneer CDJ, mm. hey, huge one. CDM, MacBook. I'm like eh. Yeah, the Toshiba. So when you <laughs> you guys, mm. so even when you still play, you still have like 30 minutes, and the guy puts his equipment. Ah, your vibe is disappears. You feel like, eh, what am I doing? So the girl would come, play. But now, me, I used to look at it as a, a learning platform. Mm-hmm. Every big DJ would come through, look at them, how they're doing their thing, they're talking on the mic, that one. I, I told God I'll not do. Up to today, don't you do that? No, I don't. <laughs> I I feel like it is being in again. Okay. There are people who are MCs, they also need that job, so you don't have to really take up everything. And I need even focus. You need focus when you're playing. Yeah, but if it's uh, when you're playing, it survives. It's, it all goes to how you feel the music, or how you find the crowd, how mm. you are um, prepared for the crowd. So because you not play the same music for old people, you not play the same music for young people, you not play the same music that you played maybe in schools in the same music in the club. Mm-hmm. Get twisted a bit. Yeah, true. Yeah, so I know from my car small controller, I true. started saving. I bought uh, a new Mac NV. It had with screens eh, mm. on top. So we can small now. That one does like a uh, fifteen meters with my steel, my big laptop. But that was even an upgrade now. I'm very sure. Yeah, I'm now starting to upgrade. Mm. Now let's go on you to scratch quite a bit. <laughs> then slowly I bought a, I sold the laptop then got another one. Mm-hmm. That would actually support Serato. But now it would support that but you would not play it. Was it the computer's problem? No, or was Serato's problem? <laughs> ah. <laughs> no. You would, because now I think um, it needed uh, maybe a bigger laptop with uh, I think uh, more storage or something. Yeah, and for you to play videos everything. and all that. Mm. So you'd play, but you do not put in those uh, HDMI or anything you're showing videos. No? Ah, so and that's that also became a problem because now those guys people normally want videos. So now when I upgraded, I also upgraded to make a money of 50k. Um, I feel like life is good. Uh, but now the challenge came in now. The challenge is that coming in over the main, the money, the DJs. Yeah. I upgrade again. Yeah. Uh-huh. After a long time, uh, that's when I met um, John Z. had uh, they had Crazy Locks Entertainment. Yeah. As a group of DJs, but still, then I um I had already made friends with these other big DJs, Nimrod and who they used to help me hook me up with gigs. And the backlend was not the money. Yeah, so you. now, yeah, mm. I mean this group of crazy locks, they had equipment, the MacBook, they had CDJs. Okay, we had everything. So all I needed was transportation to their van. I'd yeah. use them mm. because they would come set up for me. 
and then I'll play. They help me in case um, I'm playing longer hours. I'll tell them my eyes first play go here. Mm. If I walk around, try to see a vibe and see. Now then, I sold whatever I had. I got rid of the controller uh, and the laptop. Mm. So I bought another controller called uh, Tractor. I wanted to buy an S1, but an S1 was expensive for me at that point. Mm. And a tractor looked more like an S1. And now you know when you buy and you're not well informed about certain things, you buy things without knowing really. Yeah, the specification is just buy because at times yes. it looks good, so at times you just want to buy. Yeah, mm. so someone tells me, no, this one plays like an S1, it's good, so I buy. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, I said it didn't even work for me. So I had to sell it after like a month. So when I sold it, I first stayed without equipment. Was playing affected at that time? Was it difficult? Of course it was, because now every time every time you want um, to play, I would have to request for equipment. So yeah. these guys would give me, but John these crazy lock guys would give me equipment. Mm. So I started surviving from there, I would get my command what, slowly, slowly. Um, I think I was really, I've been blessed with this whole thing. Maybe if Nimrod is not working, I would use his slowly, mm. slowly. Mm-hmm. We started making money and then I had some money in me. Then I wanted to buy equipment. There I met a guy who was traveling. So he goes out uh, and then when he was coming back, he ships for me equipment. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, CDJ, TT, like everything with a mm. MacBook. Wow. When the, these things come, I'm like, okay, now they're here, but I don't have a whole money uh-huh. to pay you like straight up. Because now the laptop one point something is cheap now. So I was still low. Now uh, I think I've been on over 150, 200. Mm. I mean, now this is like two years back. Yeah. Mm. The guy gives me stuff and is like, mm. you can pay in bits till you're done. But me, I have bought for you the equipment. Mm. If you have the money today, you pay me. If you don't have the money, still, these are your things. I've brought them, they're yours. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he's more like telling me I don't need payment for this thing. But now I'm like, no, this guy is better than me. And then, uh, plan, plan B. Plan B. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. So slowly, slowly, I finished up with all that. Now, equipment became mine. Last year, some equipment still doing great. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, the some mixer that came out, I think, um, the new Mac mixer. So me, I still had my TTM. Now this one, I don't know how it happened. Um, I used to work with the uh, same DJ, and now he had the new Mac, and I had the TTM. I was so tired of even scratch guy. So this guy, because now uh, new Mac, we use the uh, right, not scratch light. Yeah. You hmm. might not really get a difference. So just like that, a guy tells me, ah, give me a TTM, be using my mixer. Okay. So I'm like, okay. And it just became mine, just like that. Just like that. <laughs> yeah, so every day you wake up in the morning, remember to pray. I think prayer works a yeah. lot more than you really believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I just tell God, ah, you're good, I'm tired of this thing. So, so until today, which do you say is the most important piece of your gear in your whole set? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, my laptop. I th- and the, but I think the hard drive now for me yeah, is the most important. Because that means even if you move to a new uh, place and don't have, you don't, you're not carrying any equipment apart from the hard drive, you're able to at least somehow be able to uh, Yeah, to you play. can get equipment anywhere. But if you don't have the music, yeah. 
All right, we have come to the end of the first part of uh, this particular interview with DJ Lola. Next week, uh, we have uh, uh, the second part, and please do follow. Uh, we'll be sharing with you the link on my social media, particularly on uh, Facebook, Joshi Joshua Comedy, on uh, Instagram is Joshi Joshua Official, and on Twitter is uh, Joshi Joshua. Most of you want to call it Twitter. <laughs> it will be live there. I will be sharing this link every week. So next week, we have part two, and please subscribe to this uh, my channel here. Let me say it Nigerian accent subscribe to this my channel here and uh yeah that's it thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed the show be sure to check back next week for another exciting episode bye bye